now tuned into the greatest. Yeah, cuz we live. Let's jump right in. So, you in your new studio. I mean, you my in the new, new studio. studio. And the new crib. New crib, That's new good. studio. I got lights behind me, dude. We got I got all my other equipment from the studio here, like from the music studio. Yeah. So, I got the lights, like these things behind me. That's dope. Yeah, I got my record player and shit. I got guitars hanging so, on that side. You can't really see it because uh, the camera isn't panned out yet, but yeah, we will. Okay. We'll make it happen soon. So, so let me ask you something. You're still keeping your job, huh? Yeah. Oh. So I mean, because the thing is, it's only one. It's only one a week. So I'm only open Monday every week from eleven eleven thirty to five to five or six p.m. or until sorry, I, th- I thought I'm the open. restaurant was closing down. I thought the restaurant was closing down. Was. Still is. Uh, oh, okay. It's still it's for sale. So whoever whoever buys it, oh. cool. But I will have that. Well, I, at least hopefully I will be able to work out on the new owners. Be like, hey, by the way, um, yeah, I'm also on the Mondays or whatever. It doesn't matter. I can move yeah, it another yeah. day as it goes. How kitchen. much is it for sale for? Does he own it outright? Two fifty. Two fifty. That's not bad at all, bro. Dude, that is the cheapest that, fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like that is the cheapest thing. That on listen, the thing. Man, let and, me tell you something. That is not bad at all. Uh, you know what I realized, man? I'm so, so, I'm, yeah. I just, <laughs> I think what you're doing is good, though. I think what you're doing is good, and I think I think it's worth it to uh, play the game, if you know what I mean. Like by just uh, mm-hmm. moonlighting, and if your chef's cool with that, then that's fine. But uh, mm-hmm. that's cool. You're in a new apartment, paying a grip, but like it's it's worth it, man. You know, it's worth it no, to have your own home. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I nice. mean, much bigger, like huge. I'm telling makes, you, that there's so much room yeah. over there. It's like insane. Yeah, if it makes you feel any better, I pay forty two hundred dollars in rent. So, oh my yeah. god, what? <laughs> <laughs> bro, come on! I live in the Bay oh Area, bro. My I, word. I live in Silicon Valley, and that's and that's cheap, yeah. dude. That's cheap. Like my landlord could easily get fifty five hundred for. Seriously, what? that my land for a three three bedroom two bath house with. A two car garage and a backyard and a driveway. Okay. The easily okay. in Sunnyvale, easily my landlord could get fifty five hundred easily, but wow. the house needs to be updated, right? There's some shit that needs to happen with the house, and like I'm cool, like I'm a cool, uh, you know, tenant. You know, I'm just like, dude, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But then like all, all together, all in with like the water, electricity, everything, all the utilities is about five Gs, but it's just, yeah, it's 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 expensive. Oh but, I mean, man. And here I yeah. am bitching about twenty six hundred. <laughs> I mean, ish, yeah, I ish, mean, ish. but listen, but you have a dual income, right? Your wife works. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's much better. Yeah, my my wife yeah. doubles my salary, homie. That, let, let's just say that it's just uh, works for, works at you know works at the hospital, man. I was just like, hey, Damn. babe, listen. <laughs> yeah, if you, you want make me the money to quit? I'll have I'll have the children. Okay, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want me to quit, I'll do it. Not a big deal. Yeah. Yo, straight up, you want me to be a stay at home? Hey, I'll be the housewife, yeah, yo, straight real. up. For real. I'll wear I'll wear the costumes. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what though? I think I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, <clears throat> you know, if you when you build up the hype with the ramen. I think you'll be pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised on how many people will be invested into like yeah. trying it and you know, and obviously you're gonna have some speed bumps, man, but that's what it's that's what it's about. You know? Like yeah, man. I tell people I was having so I don't know if I told you, but I was on a I was on another podcast yesterday, Justin Kana's podcast, and that should air Ooh. like in the next couple of months. But it was really mm-hmm. cool. We had some interesting conversations, and I wanted to touch on some points, um, especially with um, like TikTok, uh, IG, mm-hmm. and YouTube for chefs. 
right? Yeah. Chefs that are currently in restaurants. And what was interesting is, is like I was telling him is like, hey, you know, if you're not, if you're a chef in a restaurant and you're not posting on social media, you're wasting time. Like yeah, you, you really need are. to be posting. You need to be posting. You need to be creating your own personal brand while you are working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like what I was talking about, and I'm sure you can relate to this because we're about the same age bracket. Like two years ago, I, I you know, I'm 35 years old, COVID hits and the whole world's crumbling. And it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Dude, I have nothing to show for. I have nothing. I have nothing. I have no assets. I have no legacy. I have nothing. And that was kind of pushed me in the, like I've been working my whole career to run other restaurants for other, other chefs. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, you know, damn, I got to create something. I got to do this. I got to create a legacy. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I remember that specific. I totally feel you. That's what I'm saying. So like you, you know, you're in the same, you're in the same, we're both in the same boat, bro. Where you're like, dude, I can't, Mm. I gotta, I gotta have, I need to create generational wealth. I need to create a personal brand. And that's how Chef Authorized was born. And, you know, I can't stress enough. I think what's really important is like people need to take in consideration chefs, executive chefs that are working, uh, you know, for an investor or somebody else. You know, I think it's really important to, to start building your own personal brand, whatever that is, right? Your name and start posting on social media. Also, start leveraging your so if you have a social media following, start lever- leveraging your social media to be able to get good products, right? Like here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. KC, if you if you honestly, because what do you have? You have 20K on TikTok, right? I have 20K, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can listen, once you're past 10K, you can start leveraging your audience, right? I'm you have a good community. And like the thing mm-hmm. is, is with your ramen shop, you're gonna start leveraging your social media, right? Oh, Could you 100%. imagine? Could you imagine if you had 800,000 followers or, you know, a million oh, followers? Oh, dude, it's going to be like this. It would be. And that's what I'm a little scared of. Like, imagine. So uh, let's take it back into restaurant perspective. Like, I'm the only um, I'm the only employee in there. Now, I know I can work. However, the thing that will crutch me, and I know this, um, is the, to package the fucking ramen. To cook it is, is simple. But I have to stop process to package, to put everything in containers, put it into the window, and then wait yeah. for whoever it is, right? That that yeah. it's my only thing. Now, I'm assuming I can handle maybe 20, 30 orders in one flat seating, but anything more than that, but but I'm gonna sink. But so I'm just gonna have yeah. to you, you know, know what? like you hey, know what? it's glad, gonna be like twenty I'm glad, minutes I'm glad, or thirty minutes behind. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm gonna give you a little slice of humble pie right now. My brother was Ooh. saying the same thing when he op- when he opened the cloud kitchen, we opened the cloud kitchen. And he was like, shit, what if I get 20 orders? What if I get 30 orders? Dog, for exactly. the first couple of weeks, you get, it's radio silence, my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. But here's it's the thing, when you, when you do get crushed, you are going to fucking love it. You know why? Because you see dollar yeah. signs, my G. Exactly. And, I, what I'm, and what I'm 100%. saying is, is Casey, you're, you're old enough now. You're a seasoned cook. You're only doing one thing perfectly. You mm. need to go until sold out. And you need to leverage this. Go yeah. until sold out. Just like the barbecue restaurants. Like, when you run out of brisket, you run out of brisket. It's an 18 yeah, you process. Run out. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and, and listen, when you're small like that, I wouldn't think about the big numbers. I would think about getting to that first first bowl of ramen. Once you exactly. get to the first bowl of ramen, you get to the first five bowl of ramen, you're going to be like, okay, this, I need to optimize this. I need to streamline this. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. You are smart, mm-hmm. bro. You can do this. And you're like, it's funny because as chefs, we're so like controlling and we're like, oh my God, what if? What if this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if this? Yeah, yeah. What if I run out of to-go containers? What, bro? You are resourceful, dog. Yeah. You, come on. Hey, I'll make it happen. Listen, here's exactly. You're and and listen. Here's the thing. 
if you say like, oh shit, hey, look, your ramen's gonna be late. I'm, you know, uh, you know, you, you don't even have. To, I wouldn't even mention anything. Just say, hey, this is on the house, or hey, your ramen was late. I here, here's a beverage on me. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take a fortune cookie. You don't. I'm not saying fortune cookie, but like here, have like a little snack. Yo, I say, looked hey, at look, the fortune like, cookies, but dog, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, so San Francisco controls all the because it's the main fucking provider of the fortune cookies, right? I've been to the factory that makes it. Um, to buy it, I need to buy like a thousand fortune cookies. I'm like, I, I know. <laughs> Do you yeah. guys have packages fortune, for like smaller? Yeah, fortune no, cookies are kind of that's Chinese though, but it's still it's fine. It's fine. You American, you're you're oh, like what? when you're cool. in America, you can Listen do whatever you want. I think it's great. I will tell you this thing. That is my fear of leaving San Francisco. Um, no, I'm sorry, leaving the Bay Area. Because I'll be honest, bro. There, listen, I just had some uh, some birria tacos like down the street, taco truck. It was, it's called Tacos El Noa Noa. Oh, okay. And, you, you don't have to uh, flex. You don't have to flex. My, you know, guy, my guy, I can't believe that this taco place has been here. It's a, literally a mile away from my house. And I was like, uh-huh. you know what? I've all, I see it every single time I go to fucking Costco and I'm like you know what I gotta try these it says you know quesadilla on, on the side dog I went there it was so delicious now I'll, I'll be honest I got the tacos to go you know obviously with, I'm with kids I let it sit for 20 minutes mm. so the so the so the corn tortilla wasn't crispy because it was wrapped sure. but like I dude the 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 consomme was delicious the beef was delicious they were using yeah. Oaxaca cheese the tortillas were amazing and so um it was just super delicious but then I was like thinking in my head like oh my god like why I would never want to leave California, but man, I don't know, man. When you pay seven dollars <laughs> for gas, it makes you Yo. think twice, my guy. Uh, is it seven dollars right now for you guys, dog? I okay. I'm gonna be honest, Casey. I'm I'm in a li- I'm in a spot in my life where like I'm not really looking at how much the gas costs, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. was seventy five dollars to fill up my little. I got a little Pontiac G six, my guy. And it wow. was seventy five dollars. Yeah, and I was like, and that made me like, oh my god, oh my god, gas is like six dollars a gallon. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. But then there's this half of me that wants to like, like I need something new. I've been in California for seven plus years. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I love California, bro. Like, but the problem is I'm so biased. Like the thought of me living in New Jersey would be like, I'd be like, fuck that. Right. Because I live in California. You know what I'm saying? Like, like (laughs) seriously. But that goes with everything. Like, dude, the thought, the thought of me living in New York, the thought of me living in Florida, Texas, Mm -hmm. Illinois, like just makes my skin curl. But yeah. I fucking hate California, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? And I know that <laughs> yeah, sounds love hate relationship. God damn! Yeah, yeah, no, I feel, look, you. Look, I feel you. Look, look, look. There's this mo- there's this mochi restaurant that's going to close down. The they're retiring. The best mochi in San Francisco. I'll send you the freaking. Um, I'll send you the um, the link. Mm. And a four hour wait for this mochi, handmade wow. mochi. And it's it. I'll send it to you because I want to go. I don't want to wait four hours, but I want to go. But then I was thinking in my head like. In the last three to four years, because I have kids now, I barely get time to go eat out at crazy places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. What I was getting at is my point is, is I feel like as a chef, I need something new and exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in a rut. Like I already know, like it's going to be spring here and I already know what Mm. I'm going to see. I'm going to see Zuckerman's asparagus. I'm going to see this. I'm going to see, you know, the spring bounty of what California has to offer. And it's like, I've already done multiple hundreds of different dishes with certain vegetables and mm-hmm. for me, I kind of want to, um, you know, be transplanted into somewhere in BFE, right? I feel like, you. Like, like I am ready to go live in the woods, man. I don't know why, but like, I want, <laughs> Just I, dude. I like, I love like foraging. I love like wild game. I want to dive oh, into foraging that. Foraging is I so love- cool. Yeah, man. Like, like I just, I just recently did, and this is what kind of stemmed from this. But like, I just recently did a video uh, in my backyard. 
a fire video for Gork's barbecue. We had a competition. Mm-hmm. And dude, that, yeah. like cook, cooking over the wood fire, man, I just, dude, there's something so primal about it. But using my technique as a chef to like kind of elevate dishes, where, like yeah. it was just, it was just for me, I was like, okay, like I haven't cooked a dish like this that's made me so happy in the last mm-hmm. couple of years. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. I think there's something there. But like, could you imagine me living in like the middle of Texas? Like, I mean, I can actually. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I even yeah, told my so, wife, I was just like, yo, we should just fucking move out. I don't know, Kansas or some shit. Dude. And just dude, like be in a farm and fucking just, you know, like be ourselves or some shit. She's like, oh, I want chickens. I was like, I don't give a fuck. You can get, yeah. you can get pigs, cows, whatever. But, but just, that's what I'm just saying. out there, you know? That's what I'm saying. Because like right now, I'll be honest. Yes, I like I do so much content. I don't need to live in the Bay Area. Like if I become a full-time content creator, you know what I'm saying? Correct. Like you dude, can just be I wherever. The, yeah, the only reason I'm working my job right now, you know, I do love it. I love, you know, it's a great. I mean, it's a, one of the best jobs. It's the best job I've ever had, to be honest. But I'm just like I'm ready for something new. You know what I'm saying? Like new yeah, and exciting. Yeah, yeah. And like the the thing is, is like because I create content, I could do that from anywhere, bro. All I need is Wi-Fi. You know, that's mm-hmm. arguably arguably all I need is Wi-Fi. Yeah. And, um, and you, you know, get a little studio, like an actual studio away from your house, like not, not yeah. part of your house. So, so I already, I already like got that. it mapped out. You know what I want to do? I want to do one of the tiny houses. Like the, you can get them off. You can get them on Home Depot. Okay. Tough, tough shed, okay. tiny houses. Look it up, dude. Okay. Just be careful. If you type it in YouTube, if you type in tiny house in YouTube, dog, that's it. That's all your search is going to be. That's a lot. Yeah. It's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, bro. And, uh, it's funny because I went down the rabbit hole. You can get this thing set up for, you know, less than $16,000. Now, mm. obviously, it's just a shell, but all I need is a kitchen sink, a bathroom. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I could do that. I could literally put in a kitchen sink, no problem, you know? I'd put in a mm. dishwasher, like, a, but I want a real dishwasher, man. I don't want the fucking house dishwasher. <laughs> I want, like, the Hobart, yeah, give me 90 seconds, run yeah, a cycle, the, boom. Exactly. At least, like, yeah. the bar dishwasher, you, you'll be fine. Just at least, like, a yeah. small bar dishwasher, you're good. Yeah. That, that'll yeah, handle. Just, yeah, because like I don't even think you need a whole bar. You're, you're talking about the pull down one, <sighs> bro. That's that's way too crazy. Oh, like I'm talking more like the under counter one, like you know the oh, under counter one with just you could just put one rack in. But you know what? I, you know what I was saying? You know what I was thinking was like, um, like it's crazy because like why haven't home dishwashers done this yet? Like why have why why does it still take three hours to run a load of dishes? Like that's ridiculous. I don't right? know. Should take ten minutes or four that's minutes in, in our in yeah. our eyes. With a bar dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. I, I do. That's what we got. We got to patent that. Or maybe yeah. it's the um, maybe it's the pressure of water. Maybe that's the difference. Because if you if you can think about it, because it, it cycles in and out like quite a bit, quite harsh too. Maybe yeah. maybe that's a difference. Maybe it's a different function for. Yeah. Maybe it's a different um, plumbing for restaurants or et cetera yeah. or whatever different in the house or anything. We have a dishwasher. I'm never gonna use it. My wife already uses. She's like, oh my god, this is great. I'm like, I. I'm never going to use this. You like, I will always wash dishes. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is storage for anything, if anything. Uh, yeah. She, you she know what's funny? You know what's funny you say that because uh, last night I was shooting content and um, and uh, it's so funny because I was like, my dishwasher was running, but I had a mound of dishes. And I'm like, you know what? I, I just can't go to sleep with these dishes being dirty like this. Like, of course. I just can't fucking do it. I got to wash them all. And it's funny. Yeah. It's funny because I laid them out. But like, I think a lot of chefs, um, you know, like, you know, we're very like, it's different when we're at home. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're cooking at home, it's way different than you're in the restaurant. I'm not going to lie, man. I'd be mm. shortcutting, like say, taking side cuts. Like it's funny because like I am so done with battling with people in my comment section, you know, about yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Like what they don't realize is like I'm cutting out 
pretty much 90% of this video and giving you the the highlights. Just the highlights. Yeah, your highlights. Yeah. Yeah, somebody called it. He's like, did you at least split the vanilla bean? And I'm like, bro, like, you think up. I'm going to put that? <laughs> Bitch, I'm outside, dog. I'm, of course I split the vanilla bean, dog. Like, but, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, man. Yeah. Use your best judgment, man. I feel like it's funny because like, I don't know. I'm having this conversation. I'm going to change my content style up a little bit. Um, you know, I feel like uh, it's crazy because I feel like finally now I'm starting to see it. You know, I need to go with the flow of TikTok, you know? Yeah. Like, I got to give the people what they want. And so, um, and it's funny because like, the only reason I say this, Casey, is because I haven't really been paying attention to my analytics until 2022, you know? Mm. And I get into this mode where like, I've built a following because it's chef driven, it's chef this, chef that, all in on chef, right? Like, and I try mm. to tell people, I know it's annoying sometimes, but you gotta understand when I'm creating a video, not all my followers are seeing it. It's going to the FYP, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you're creating a new video for new people, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how, how to explain that, but it's not like, you know, it's not like any other platform. It's like, you know, most videos need to get onto the FYP. That's what people are searching. But mm-hmm. anyway, needless to say, my friend Albert King Cook, you know, he has been telling me for the longest time, like and me and a couple of people, he's like, yeah, listen, I'm not wasting any time anymore. I'm making viral videos. And he, every single one of his videos back to back to back to back viral. It's crazy. And yeah. he's so right. And, uh, you know, and he's telling me about his videos and like, I'm just like, yeah, man, you're right. And like, I mean, he's he's over three million now in followers. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, and I know. Over a mil on YouTube, half half a mil on Instagram, and like, listen, when we started, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was at like, so when we did our collab, he was at like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, 60k and posted mm-hmm. one 60k. I was at like 200 or something, and he posted one video video that just got him 300 thousand followers. Just right? fired, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, and he's just been crushing it ever since, right? And uh, and I'm so like happy for him, dude. It's crazy because it's like. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, he has, he is very smart. He's a software engineer. So like, you know, he kind of, you know, he's like into, he's a software engineer. Yes. Yes. He makes motherboard. God damn. Yeah. And so people don't know that about him, but he's in tech. He's, he's a software engineer. He quit his job, but, um, he makes motherboards. That's what his job is to make motherboards for machinery, specifically airplanes. But he worked in where I, where I live, Sunnyvale. But, um, anyway, I'm getting off topic. So now I'm changing my my content. I'm going to focus more on, you know, 15 to 30 second videos, small, mm. very easy to make. You know, I'm going to I'm going to focus on really good pasta dishes, really good sandwiches. Yeah, just really crush good, it. Uh, Literally just yeah, get your... like easy. Like I filmed two videos last night. It took me less than 30 minutes, bro. And I'm just like, you know, what? Yeah. I got to do this more. It literally one is a duck breast with a berry sauce. The other one is a, a lobster roll. But I just really focused on getting like the shot, right? The shot of, and I got some mm-hmm. slow-mo action in there, but like, yeah, I need to start making more videos and not, not being so detail centric about like the voiceover and this and that. And like, not, to, not yeah. to say that it's not bad to come out with some of those videos, but like right now I'm focused on like 70% of my videos are like ego driven. Like I want to make them, whether it's the Granda <laughs> or it's the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, I yeah, hey, I'm a chef. Look, And then like 10% is for the algorithm. And then like the another 10% is the duets. But I'm going to start, I'm going to start, um, following suit. And then on YouTube, I'm changing my strategy as well. I'm going to do more educational, I think. Mm. And I'm sure you can agree with this. I think for it's our job as chefs to teach the younger generation, you know what I'm saying? What we yeah. learned and what mistakes not to make, you know? And so I've been yeah, don't, uh, doing, don't become called, a chef. That's the mistake the, right there. Don't. Dude, my, my, my <laughs> son's like, Hey, I want to be a chef like you, daddy. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh no, you don't. man. Don't do <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, that's pretty funny, actually. No, it's rough. So, 
I am a, I'm not saying I'm hoarding the stuff, but I'm hoarding clips of my, of my ramen shop. Does that make sense? Like I have, I have like three, I three fully edited promotional stuff for it already. Like I fully edited, yeah. I haven't spoken a lick about it, nothing. But when, once I'm live on the 21st in a couple of weeks, I'll start slowly kind of pushing out that content into my stuff yeah. and then it will just yeah. bleed over um, logistically. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll pretty much do everything via phone while I'm at the restaurant. Be like, oh did yeah, you, this is how we do the, a ramen. Did you get cetera, the domain cetera, yet? Blah, blah. The domain? Uh, your ramen.com? I got or it. Whatever. That's all me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, you know, I was going to say it's best. Uh, you'll save a lot more money. I, I, I fucked up. So basically when I... In two in twenty when twenty twenty when I was coming up with Chef Authorized, I secured the domain chefauthorized.com, right? But mm. I just recently had a website built and what I realized is is like you kinda wanna just purchase the website with GoDaddy and because it's Correct. just a more optimized like it's so basically I had to reach out to Fiverr and I had to get somebody to build a Wix website and then I have to do a subscription for that and I had to pay for that and it's like it was ass backwards. So if you have if you have three to five hundred dollars that you can spend, it's worth it to. I don't know where you got the website from. It's probably GoDaddy, right? GoDaddy, GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you can go back, but it's best if you just um, try to get the website via GoDaddy built. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, I, I went GoDaddy. I got the but, I got the account. The only thing is, it's under the restaurant name, so it's not me. It's not ChefSalty.com or anything like that. It's under the restaurant, yeah. my contact is under. Uh, the restaurant yeah. name, but that's it's gonna be it's dope, man. Can't wait for the the ramen merch. You gotta have hats. You gotta have dog. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be dope, man. It you is gonna be nuts. It. There's um there's two styles I'm gonna push out pretty pretty like quite a bit. Uh, the pancit, which is just the it's like stir fried noodles. It's our it's our version, the yeah. Filipino version of that, but um slash more Chinese. So it's it's mixed mm-hmm. with sesame tahini. Um. It's like that that bag Chinese noodles, pretty much, right? It, it's yeah. in that style, and then with the crispy pork on top of it, with with all the fixings, literally the same exact. Thing. It's gonna be great. Kind of like a it's gonna be great. Easy. It's yeah, gonna be yeah, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And what you got to do is you got to save the 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 mother broth, right? Like so, not throw it away. Like keep adding it Correct. to the next broth. I'm literally yeah. that's what that's it's just gonna same, keep getting same. added on. Same with the tare. Every yeah. literally gets gets yeah. built on. It, it will take I don't know. Till I die, till that tare breaks and that broth breaks, but it's gonna yeah. be a long process, and I can't wait to see where it ends up. Maybe it'll be like seven years old or some shit, and I pass it now yeah. to, you know, my offspring. Like, hey, by the way, <laughs> yeah, this has been going that's on funny. for more than you have. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you know what? You know what else is crazy is like, I think you'll start to realize when you become a when you start to run a business, you're gonna realize like what's really important. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm. All this stuff, like you're, oh man, because you already know how to run a business. You run, you run, like, I think this is a key missing link when people open restaurants. They didn't do the work and they didn't take what it needs to like go over P&L, right? And so yeah. I think what's really important and the reason why I haven't opened a restaurant, I haven't opened a restaurant yet, plenty of opportunities. It's because I've ran, I opened two restaurants here in California and it's, it's a fucking nightmare. It is, yeah. unless you have deep pockets, you have got to take in consideration like what it's going to cost a lot of people don't take in consideration all these costs opening a restaurant in california is very difficult it is so Mm. difficult and it costs so much more money than it would in any other state arguably even new york and especially if you want to 
especially if you want to burn solid fuel, meaning wood logs. If you want to burn wood mm. logs, dude, good luck, bro. California is so freaking, you know, you have to you have to get a you have to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a PC unit, which is basically an air filtration system for the restaurant. That wow. um, you know, anyway, it's it's just ridiculous. But I think for you, you'll you'll start to see. Okay, great, and then. You know, like you'll start to optimize. You're going to, you know, like start to optimize what works, what doesn't work. And that's why I just recommend like, you know, literally build up the capital first, you know, like get to that first 500 bowls of ramen, see where you're at and see what you can afford, see what you can do. But I would highly recommend to put most of your budget into marketing. Marketing is so important, you know, really marketing. Correct. So like um, the, well, it's, I'll, I'll I'll leak it here. It's it's my road to a thousand bowls. That's the, uh. That's the oh. premise of that, the yeah. little quotation marks, and then we'll we'll see where we get to that, um, and I'll, and then I'll do like a daily, like oh we did X Y Z bowls today, blah 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 tally, yeah. boom 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 yeah. as as a marketing thing, and that's how I'm I'm thinking about all these kind of strategies, let's just say, as I'm yeah. um, going about the business. So it's gonna be I don't know, I just hope that the noodle company will be will 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 be the same noodle <laughs> for as long as possible. So I'm using Sun Noodle and I'm using that one specific style of theirs. And hopefully they don't run out of that. Because if they do, it's going to be a pain. Oh, it's going to be a pain. Yeah. I don't think they I are. Know, though, but, but you know what? You know, I think it's funny because like I, th- I agree with you and I know why you're freaking out because there's two things that's really important. The broth and the noodles. And the noodle. And so, it's one of two. Yeah. and like Literally one yeah, of two. And so... Yeah, it's so funny because I went to uh, there's this place in LA that makes uh, udon from from scratch udon from scratch. Yeah, and it's funny because their noodles amazing broth. Yeah, Oof. so so you know, <laughs> and I wanted it to be so good, but it like honestly yeah. it tasted like the cook didn't drain the water off of the noodles properly. Oh, he nice. just went straight into the bowl, and. Yeah. Um, but then I went again, I went again, and it tasted the same. I'm just like, damn, if this was... Because, you know, udon noodles are fat, right? Yeah. And udon noodles are thick. And you need a strong broth, man. You need it. Yeah. like. And just unfortunately, like, when you're chewing on this noodle, like, and I know this sounds deep, but like, you know, when you're chewing on udon noodles, right, you get, you're getting a mouth full of noodles. It's not like the broth isn't in between like it is with regular ramen noodles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you need a broth that counteracts that starchiness, so to speak. And it's funny because I know yeah. that sounds kind of deep, man, but I went down the ramen rabbit hole when I was in Los Angeles. I went everywhere. And I got to admit, mm-hmm. I think my favorite, most com- consistent place in Los Angeles is Slurpin' Ramen. It's called, that's the restaurant's called. Slurpin' called Slurp, Ramen? Slurpin' Ramen, yeah. It, I don't know if there's a I've heard of it. Dude, every time. Slurpin' just like Legos Ramen? Slurping Ramen. Now, obviously, there's some really, there's some really good, um, there's some really good other ramen shops, uh, especially Silver Lake Ramen. Silver Lake Ramen was really good, but I, I don't know, man. I know this sounds kind of cliche, but I love the Tonkatsu Broth. Yeah, I just you know, but the thing is, is you, it's not something you can eat every day. You know what I'm saying? You can't. I can't Correct. eat tonkatsu every day. Like I, I can it's, eat miso it's a every meal. day. Yeah, it's a exactly. Meal. And it's so rich. But yeah. it's like, dude, like when you talk about comfort food at its like top level, that tonkatsu broth. Yeah. Mm, yeah, dude, nothing like, hits about My mouth is watering. Yeah, it's just just amazing. <laughs> it's crazy, know, I'm trying man. to. I don't want to say lighten the broth so that my current broth since i'm using berkshire pork the the bones and shit Ooh. it's like bro it's 
it's it's a straightened meal. Just if you just drink the broth, yeah. you're like, oh damn, like I feel I feel a little full just already. Deep. Just the broth. So I'm just like, where are you getting the where are you getting the Berkshire from? Uh, Restaurant Depot, they have it. Oh, oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I was gonna yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, um, you know, well, it's kind of I don't know what the price is right now, but um, Snake River Farms has really mm-hmm. good pork products. They have yep. Buddha. Snake River Farms. Pork. Yep. So Restaurant yeah. Depot, they have the Berkshire or stuff. Um, it's uh, $120 for, uh, I think, 30-pound case of bones. You know what? That's not bad at all, dude. That's, That's not, not bad, bad dude. That's not, That's bad, not bad, bad at all. You need to, you need to lock in bad. that price, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I did, I'll be so. honest. Back when I like like about five years ago, you know, it was like $30, $40 a case. They would try to give yeah, them yeah, away. Yeah. So, you know, inflation is crushing us. But at the same time, I think that's not bad at all, especially if you can get over if you can get over 100 bowls, you're good in price. You know, it's less than yeah, you need yeah, to be yeah. less than two. You need to be less than two, three dollars for that ramen bowl. Correct. Know? It's just about so, it's just about that. And then the um, what you call that? It's neck bones, too. It's not just like regular. It's not just like the off bones instead, like yeah. literally the femurs, the necks, the ribs, everything, which is perfect for uh, the purpose I yeah. do. And then. The, the tricky thing about the broth is it's a two-stage process. So the tonkotsu, whatever, you make it. And then I also do a consomme uh, to the side of it because I have to, cu- I have to cut it. I've, I've cut it already. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's way too thick. Way, way yeah. too thick. Yeah, I understand that. You know, I, honestly, when I shot up, when I killed a wild boar and I had the spinal cord, the whole backbone, dude, this made, this made a difference, bro. The neck and the back and then the femur bones fucking made a difference bro it was crazy man but i made this ramen i mean of the ramen i made from it it was crazy because like you dog the broth was like you you go to eat it and it looks like you just put on lip gloss dog like that's when you know it's good that's when you know it's good man i love i love it when it's like that yeah you know what i gotta go get some more i gotta go get some more ramen man we haven't had ramen in a while but damn yeah damn that's good noodles noodles and broth that's uh that was my thing. I actually wanted to to uh, name the restaurant Noodles and Broth or Noodles, Noodles and Soup or some yeah. shit like that. So All so taken. listen, so listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna tell you what your five to ten year plan is, okay? Because this is gonna this okay, is okay, a, okay. this is a marathon. I got you, I got you. You want to franchise, okay? You want to franchise, Casey. You you wanna burn the candle at both ends for the next three to five years and then franchise or turn around and sell the concept, okay, for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay? That's what you wanna do. <laughs> With a three percent or two percent uh, royalty on the end of that, yeah, yeah straight yeah. up. I don't know, Doug. Did I tell I, you? Did if I, tell I can you? I'm, franchise I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it to like? No, I was just gonna say if I can franchise it to three restaurants, I think I think that's it. I think that's yeah. Uh, I think that's that's a good day. I, I so for me I wanna, for me like yeah. So I wanna I wanna tell you some exciting news, which I'm gonna break right now, but um, it's ooh. still in the process. But um, I think it's really cool. So I've been working on a little passion project behind the scenes. Of, and I know we talked about it, but the right, the basically the popped rice chip, okay. <sighs> and so we just pulled the trigger on the machine from Korea, right? Oh, it's so happening. Put, so we put down the deposit, right? Five K, boom, put it nice. down. We took, the, we took the risk, and um, I'm really curious to see how it works out. But like, basically, the idea is, is you know, we have these. Okay, here's the thing. My wife and I love the popcorners. We love rice crisps, and we always have rice cakes, uh-huh. but. I will be honest, they're boring sometimes. They are very. And it's like, so we have, so I have two ideas. So basically, and I know I'm, I'm, I don't mind sharing it because uh, at least it's documented if somebody steals it. <laughs> the, the size of the rice crisp, 
Um, you know what I'm saying? For the for the uh, for the popcorner, I love, but I hate the triangle. I don't know why I don't like the triangle because like the thing is, is I think okay. they're they're trying to like. Anyway, I want. I'm. We're going with the circle, and we're gonna make it a okay. little bit thicker circles. And then, the, but I want to make like elevated seasonings, right? So like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, good example yes. for the spicy one, togarashi or sriracha, like not sriracha, but yeah. like togarashi. So it's elevated, you know. For like a lemon pepper chip, instead make like yuzu Szechuan. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, 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 chef yeah. driven, like elevated rice crisp. Then I had this idea of. What if you had the seasoning in the packet so you season your own rice crisps? Oh, like put it on top of it? Damn. Yes. That's a good idea, right? Hell yeah, dude. Now, obviously, we could all make the argue. We could all make the argument that, you know, oh, but you want to season it right when it's hot. But guess what, bitch? Nobody does that for chips. Nobody. Correct. They, they, what this is what they do. They, they cook the chips, then they come down to room temperature, and then they put them in this big drum machine that rolls them. Then they throw in the seasoning. And so I was like, what if you could do your own seasoning? You know what I'm saying? And it's in the bag. So it's all inclusive. So like, let's say you have your plain bag of rice crisps and then you you open it up and you have your little seasoning packet like ramen and you just shake it in the bag. Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. That is so cool. That is so cool. Anybody listen to this podcast, don't take my idea, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) If anybody's listening, it's okay. No, no. Because you know what? I know, I know that would be hard to, um, It'd be hard to pull off, you know, because you know somebody's going to try to eat the packet. But if Ram, if like, I think it's doable. I think the thing is, is I'll be honest. The I like flavored rice crisps, but this is the problem. You know, um, my wife likes plain. She likes plain Jane, right? But she also likes the cheddar ones. But then my kids can't do spicy. So the ones we always fall in the middle on are these blue cheddar ones, the blue bag. And then, or Uh like, you know, like, um, like the light, lightly salted one, but I just wanted to make, I think it'd be great to have a, a few seasoning packets, different, different types, right? So you have like yeah. three or four different seasons. Like I'm talking like tamari and seaweed, like it's elevated ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think yeah, it'd be a yeah, great yeah, idea. Yeah. So I'll let you know when that's coming oh, soon. Oh, that is and then cool. Basically, yeah. And what I want to do is I want to, um, we want to, we want to, um, I'm not going to tell what all the secrets, but basically what we're going to do is we're going to just leverage social media to try to sell it, right? To pay back the money for the machine. Because the machine is oh, yeah. a total 10 10 K investment. And, no. uh, so I'm working hard. Plus, on that's not even the process. Deal. That's not all the other stuff, you know, et cetera. Oh no, not even the, but uh, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is, but the thing is, is you can make 25 chips in an hour. You know what I'm saying? 2,500 chips. 25 individual. Oh, I was like 25 no. pieces of chips. Okay, yeah, no, it pumps out, okay, it yeah, pumps yeah. out tw- like 2,500 chips. So if there's in an hour, but the thing is, is it's like set it and forget it. You, you fill up the hopper. And then it goes, yeah. and I'll, I'll show you, I'll, I'll show you because it's really cool. And like, I wanted to get the, the process starting, but, um, you know, cause I'm in Silicon Valley, man, you know, we are the land of the startups dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The land no, of the, cool. this is where it all. Yeah. And it's funny because you, like, um, I try to, are you able to say the name? Are you able to, uh, to, so, so we, we want to, so here's the thing, what we want to do. And obviously, everybody, this is just an idea of mine. This has not come to fruition, but I want to talk about it so I can hype myself up more about it. And plus, Casey and I like to shoot the shit, you know, so we're just chatting about like we're buds. Yeah. So basically, what we want to do is we want to position it because my wife is really into fitness. She has a um, she has pre and postnatal fitness company, right? She has a this is her business. And um, we want the chip to be very woman pro woman, like woman empowerment. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we were thinking about like either like Tina's chip or like some type of, but like the bag be really bright and beautiful. And, um, the story is the chef husband kind of designed the chip 
you know, it's like a designer chip, but at the same time, it's healthy, you, it's not you. fried, it's gluten-free, it's vegan, it's this, it's that. All, mm. you know, all of the, the accolade, you know, all the shit that you have to put in the bag nowadays. Mm. Keto-friendly, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> keto But what, what I like about this machine is that you don't, like, obviously the base is going to be rice, but you can also add <clears throat> whole grains. You can also add, you know, quinoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. millet. And so I am really into the idea of trying to incorporate um, oatmeal in in some shape, yes. way, shape, or form. Fuck because yeah. I love oatmeal. Listen, love oatmeal. I don't know if I don't know if anybody knows, but I will tell you what: oatmeal makes the best savory porridge on the fucking planet, son. Like kanji, yeah. I swear yeah. to God, it's so good, dude. I know. I used to I used to put it 100%. on my tasting menu. I I had uh, it's so good, man. But um, I think that's really important to know. But I'm gonna play with a whole bunch of grains to try and curate a whole grain puffed chip. So. Ooh. Yeah, I think it. I think I think it'll be dope. You had me at whole grain and rice, so it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't well, matter I mean, what you produce. I know it's gonna be good. Let's be honest. Like growing up as a chef, one of my favorite garnishes I've ever made was a jasmine rice chip. Right. So you take the you take rice, you make you make you make pudding, you spread it out, you dehydrate it, then you fry it, and then put it back mm. in the dehydrator so it's not greasy. But the thing is, you can't make that time thousands. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. You just yeah, yeah. you just can't. Yes, it's delicious, but like. What I really love is the rice uh, chips. Like the, I love these rice chips. Like the popcorners, the uh, Quaker Oats make some. But the thing is, mm. is what they're missing is they're not really like popcorners. Okay, let me take this back. Popcorners does a really good job with advertising. They crushed it. They have a niche in that market. But yeah, you know, like it that doesn't scare me or intimidate me from you know making chips. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I just but the goal is is like we we optimize we 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 blow it up we um, do whatever we can and then we turn around and sell it to Pepsi for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> or sorry, two hundred sorry two hundred fifty mil. That's what I want to sell it. Okay, for, I was like, mil. what? Okay, yeah, got it. Quarter of two percent. Like we have two percent in holding stakes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yo, straight up. That's it. Royalty. That's it. Yeah, because I told I told I told my wife like because we need something to do for us together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, you know, one of those aspects is real estate. One of those aspects is going to be this this thing. And then, like, obviously our family time and stuff. But I think that's really important. And to all my chefs out there, to all my chefs out there that are working in restaurants, you need to do something in your personal time that is going mm. to create you income or a legacy. And it's not re- like, think about this. This is how I think about it. Um, how many hours are in a week? It's like 170, right? 172? Too many. Way too many. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Let me let me do the math so I don't get called out here. Let's see. So, <laughs> so yeah, twenty four you know, times seven. I can't do it in my. I can't so twenty four right times, twenty four times seven. Yeah, one sixty eight. Okay. So if you think okay, about that, one hundred seventy. One sixty eight. So you got to sleep eight hours a night, right? So seven times eight is fifty six. So we'll say one sixty eight minus fifty six. Okay, you get one hundred and twelve hours in the week. What are you mm. doing with that time, right? 40 hours needs to go to work, right? 40 hours needs mm-hmm. to go to work. Then we're going to add, we're going to add 10 more hours just to be some wiggle room for traveling and all that good stuff. So minus sure, 10. Sure. So you have 62 hours left in the week. Think about that. Wrap your head around that. It wasn't until I did that math where then I started to get really strategic. So for me, mm. unfortunately, the, the next 25 to 35 hours goes for me for content creation. But correct. And then also working out and all that good stuff. So that's minus 40 hours, but then you have 20 more hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, so what it's is really important. Left? Yeah. Exactly. Are you watching Netflix? Are you fucking, you mm-hmm. know, you scrolling TikTok? Listen, I put a, I put a freaking time limit on my TikTok, man. Like 
I can't oh, freaking yeah? do it anymore. That's it. Dude. Yeah, dog. I put a time <laughs> limit on the iPhone and I also put a time limit on the app itself. And uh, I have nice. to enter a passcode. But I always give myself, whenever I post content, I give myself an hour. So once I post a mm. video, then I, that grants me an hour. So if I post two videos in a day and then I get two hours. But it's like a little side goal that I have with myself. Okay. Okay. I feel that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, many, many things happening all in one go. Huh? Um, I even, um, I have this, uh, I can't formulate it in my, in my video, you know, the slow-mo effect where you toss something into the air and everything is like in slow-mo and rotating. Yeah. I kind of have that in my ramen, sort of promo. Yeah. It's taking me so long on After Effects. I'm like, do I just send this out? <laughs> am should, I, am I, I really going to spend know, can, the time to do this? You can rent the camera. You can rent the camera. You know, mm. you can rent the camera that does it. I forgot what it's called. What is it called? It's like the magic. Uh, oh, something. Magic yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but it's yeah, funny yeah. because one of my, the old, my old editor, she, she, she made a commercial and, uh, you know, she didn't have the money to get the, but she, what she did was she set up the scene. She rented the camera for, for two hours was the minimum, you know, and it cost mm. like, you know, it cost, I think it, I want to say it was around like nine fifty to rent the camera, but this is obviously this is in California. But then you know she yeah, made yeah. seven seven G's off the commercial, so it was worth it. Oh, okay, to get the it shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know, but I'm doing I'm doing a similar effect, but just done on my regular camera. Only it's only it goes up to 180 frames per second, so it doesn't. It's oh. not as slow. I have other Damn. tricks to make it slower, but it's just like okay, eh, yeah, you know. Damn, I, I was know. gonna say we'll I have see. dude. I got I got um. On, on the ZVE 10 I forgot how many frames it goes up to but it's it's a button that's a slow-mo button it's amazing but the problem is is slow-mo videos are not popping anymore you can't do slow-mo anymore man unless it's a commercial mm. you know what I mean is that, that's yeah. what I'm doing is I, I want yeah. like two or three commercials for yeah, but if you put, if, the, the restaurant if you put yeah if, if you put slow-mo on TikTok people are scrolling bro you know <laughs> same thing with reels IG reels they're scrolling my G. yeah just like uh yeah well i don't know we'll see i still i still yeah. have to uh i still have to hit up your brother to uh to go down and check out his space and um yeah yeah get some that'd be dope man i know he's, I know he's uh burn, he's burning the candle at both ends straight up trying to get yo, this done he must but, like, be you know, he can do tired it, bro yeah he's Damn, busy he's yo. busy as fuck but he just took a little mini vacation so he should be good but like yeah to run a restaurant fully run and fully operate a restaurant and then plus do the side but he has a, he has a prep cook over there but you know she's kind of old school though she's not like uh you know the problem is is she's not like uh like a cook you know let's put it this way mm. she cuts onion she cuts peppers in her hand one hand like oh, oh like this for me oh, oh, okay i got yeah. you i got so you like gotcha, she gotcha. julian's peppers in her hand like like mama dukes would you know what i'm saying which is nothing wrong with that. It's just like, you know, as a, as a chef, you know, we, we, I'd be like, okay, you don't want to do this. You want to cut the pepper we like this. We need 30 pounds. We got to, yeah. we got 30 pounds to go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Put it on board, cut the top, cut the bottom, slice it in half, get rid of the seeds. Yeah. Julianne, how we go? Peace. No, I feel you. I, I definitely feel you. So I've been contacting, um, I've been trying to contact Sun Noodle, actually the one over here. I, I, again, it goes back to this noodle thing, right? Um, they haven't gotten back to me just yet. I might just order it through um chef's warehouse because they're contacted with it and i can just like pick and choose from it i don't know just yet but hopefully yeah, they get back I, to me within a week because i have to order noodles yeah i don't know i've never ordered ramen noodles but i've, I've ordered bao buns before and what i what i um mm. what i i remember just like 
I don't know. With the, well, noodles kind of la- they last for a while, so you might you might be good. Chef they Warehouse last, has them in no, stock, yeah. like on the shelf. Yeah, like if you call them, they're like they're, they're connected with the the company, and you can see their stock, the sun noodle stock, and then you can just yeah. like whatever SKU number it is, and then you order through them. Obviously, they get whatever commission, and then they can just deliver straight to the restaurant. But I just need, I need like two or three cases a week ish of noodles to come to the restaurant. Per yeah. case is like 40, 40 pieces of uh, five ounce um, how much is How much is it? How much is it? Oh, it's like $32. It's nothing. Okay. So it's like a dollar a piece. So a dollar a piece and you got a dollar. Yeah. So, but, so your, your bowl of ramen might be like three or $4 to be honest. It's two seventy eight. dollars the, the okay. um, after everything else is uh, added to it. It's yeah. $2.78 yeah, what's, what do you? That's my cost. Uh, what are you 12% selling it for? Uh, food cost on it. 17 Okay, that's not bad. The only thing it's is, is you're gonna have to when you when you get the third party, the third party um, operators like uh, yep. you know, DoorDash. All Uber the third Eats, parties you know fuck me over. No, I know. Yeah, they take thirty. So just so. the square takes fucking. I think it's like because the, they do the processing and then I have the, um, the KDS with them, so that takes yeah. a, a percentage already. Uh, well, whatever the credit card is, and then since they're um, connected with Uber Eats and DoorDash. That's thirty percent off the top right right there. So mm-hmm. I have to yeah. look at that. So the thing, the thing is, is you you got to figure out ways you can provide more value into the meal mm-hmm. opposed to just the bowl of ramen and to go where. So yeah. I don't know what that looks like, man. To be honest with you, I don't um, know either. You know, I just I just know that um, you know. So you just have to feel it out, kind of a thing. Yeah, because like I'll be honest. Um, you know, if you just look at some of the ramen places here. You know, you're talking, you're talking 20 bucks for a bowl of ramen. You know, you might, yeah. you might, you know, like even here, like, you know, I know it's, you know, the ramen's the base and then you can add pork for $4, add, add an egg for a dollar. You know, mm. you might have to do something like that, but I'm just not sure. I don't know what the demographic is over there. Mm. So the competing prices on the, the restaurants that are up here with ramen bowls, it's like 15 with, yeah. with okay. pretty much the same fixings. I'm I'm assuming it would be like seventeen plus like an extra thing of ramen, which will bump it to twenty bucks. So that's my okay. main goal of it, you know. Yeah. Plus, you can see All me right. in a window. You can actually interact with me. So like that's like the main not not yeah. selling point, but like you can physically see me in the window cooking the stuff for you. So you can say hi, yeah. whatever, etc. I might I might put a tip jar right there. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Maybe not. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm almost thinking like, should you just do Venmo over everything? You know what I'm saying? Just for, like to start, but no, you know what? Get it set up as, as good as possible. Think, think yeah. about it. You have no overhead. You, you your overhead's not that much. It's just cost of goods. So your labor's free. Yeah. Your the place your cooking's free. So like, you just have to optimize it from there. Like, but that's the thing. Yeah. That's what people don't realize is like, you can't you can't have a brick and mortar and be paying ten thousand dollars a month. Like, yo, can you you can't can you have if I'm like if I had a lease but, to that? Like, oh my god. Yeah. And like, here's the thing, but here's, but here's also the thing, like when you generate enough revenue, right, you're going to get to a point where like, and hopefully, and I'm praying that this happens, like you give to enough revenue where you outgrow your days off and you outgrow your, and you need some staff or better yet, a delivery person. I think a delivery person, a delivery would be person, absolutely clutch, right? Like, yeah, I was looking for it. Clutch. I'm just like, should I, cause like there's an option. Cause like. I opted for my LLC to be just a single proprietor for like the next year or so. But like, I was like, should I get a delivery guy just for the one fucking day just to go to and fro for the ramen and shit? You know, within, I think it's like a 10 mile radius or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Obviously not going to New York City though, because New York City is technically 
only five miles away yeah you're not gonna go to the city just to fucking nah. get a ramen from, from new jersey fuck out of here just go to lower yeah. east side and just go to momo you know what i'm saying yeah but i don't know that that's a that's a very i have it on my list i'm like delivery person question mark maybe i don't know yeah well you just gotta grow you just gotta grow into it but I, i'm telling you right now once you're once you're able to generate some revenue it's gonna be easier to ask uh, for a business loan you know what i'm saying mm. Mm. yeah but like dude know. you don't want to get like that's why i try to tell chefs man like dude don't take somebody's money just to open a restaurant to be selfish like yeah. think it through like if you take somebody's money like three million dollars right is kind of like the go like if you take three million dollars like you're going to need more than that to open up. You can open up a little baby restaurant with that money, but you ain't opening up a freaking full-blown, full-service, 60-seat oh, restaurant, yeah. you know, with three mil in yeah. California. Like, I hate to say it, but, you know, it's just true. No, here too. But, uh, you're you're lucky to have an 800-square-feet full, like, 40-foot yeah. or 40-seated, you know, whatever the fuck it is, for three million. Yeah, good luck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so to, anybody, to anybody out there, any chefs that are looking to open a restaurant – my number one recommendation is go look for a real estate investor that has commercial real estate, okay? Preferably mm. that he owns straight out because the thing is is he's going to want that he's going to want to make it a generating or an income generating asset, right? So here's a mm. good example. Home Depot does not own the building. Do you know what I'm saying? Home Depot yeah. usually leases from a commercial real estate investor, right? And for the real estate investor, yes, they want somebody in that place so they can pay the mortgage down. You know what I'm saying? Or the commercial loan down, I should say. Yeah. And But the thing is, is usually the real estate investor is more willing to give you more money to do whatever it takes because they don't have to pay taxes on this, right? They can take out the loan from yeah. the bank, mm -hmm. um, you know, and... Um, and they're more willing to spend more money to make it happen because as long as it's generating income, they're making money, right? It's like they're it's happy, perfect. yeah. Now, now here's the other end of it. If you have restaurateurs or if you have uh, tech investors, you know, listen, every situation is different. But from my experience, tech investors, like you have two types, ones that are really into restaurants and the dining experience. And then the other ones that are just, they want to put their money somewhere and they want to, you know, invest in a restaurant. But what they don't understand and when they can't wrap their head around is because tech profits are fast, yeah. Restaurants don't turn a profit for the first year, <laughs> two years, sometimes even three to five years. It's a long yeah. game. And sometimes we are a marathon they just, here. Yeah, sometimes they see the money going out, but it's not coming in. And I think what's really important is take that consideration. You need to know who your partners are in that operation. And so that's why I think for you, Casey, I think it's perfect what you're doing because, you know, um, you know, it's rough to start like that, but it's good because you're yeah. building it over time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not expecting to fucking do like a thousand fucking ball in a day, like imagine, but like no, eventually your, I'll work on my project. way to it. Yeah, yeah this is definitely, your, this is my project. Like yeah, this is what I, project. well, my legacy will be eventually and um, exactly. I can't wait to, and I want like, so it, just a future kind of sense, right? I, I know we kind of have to wrap here, but like imagine, imagine like a brick and mortar, right? But like only four employees, right? And the, the style of the kitchen is all open, so you can see all of us pretty much. Um, all cooks, and we're just serving you bowls pretty much. Yeah. And then one person dedicated to to, the, to go in the, the register, whatever the fuck it is, that is it. That's all my partners. All four people, I have to like be, this. Uh, these, uh, these will be my, my ride and die pretty much. Or my, maybe my brother wants to come on or some shit. Yo, my brother is a badass cook, by the way. Yeah. I know he doesn't. 
he doesn't he never really dabbled in shit but like i make him cook when whenever we do like uh catered events like he's he's the suit right there i'm like yo you do this Man. he'll do it to a t the dude is yeah i'm telling you he has skills but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to yeah doesn't want to fuck with it i was like whatever yeah because i know you can do it anyway. i'm not gonna lie cooking kind of sucks now um you yeah, know with whole covid does. and everything like it's gonna take a little bit of time to get out of this like rut that the we've been you know mm. we've been in from the panorama i mean listen mm. it's you know like i don't know it's just not like like it's funny because i was talking about this yesterday with uh justin connor like cooking being a chef and cooking is not like it was when we were growing up in 2012 2013 um you know you yeah. couldn't even get your foot in the door into any restaurant mm-hmm. there's just so many so many cooks dime a dozen and now mm. it's like restaurants just can't hire people nobody wants to do the job they <laughs> want you know, to work it. from home dude they want to work from home like that's what people yeah. don't understand like you want to make people come in there and work like manual labor, it's it's tough, bro. You got this this new breed of Gen Z, man. They don't care. Like they're smart. They're like, no, we don't want to do that. Real. Nah, I can't have Friday side <laughs> off. Nah, bro, Good I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'd rather shoot. I'd rather you know submit these receipts online and make you know thirteen dollars an hour. Like it's crazy, yeah. man. Like I have so many chefs reach out asking for cooks, sous chefs, always hiring. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but that doesn't make me like I don't know for some reason I kind of still miss the restaurant business. If that if that if that makes sense. Like I missed that yeah, no, Saturday no, no, night rush. Sense. I missed that Saturday night yeah. rush. I miss like, you know, um, you know, kind of mentoring and teaching in the moment and like, you know, keeping my skills sharp, you know, yeah. playing with ingredients, you know, being a chef, you know, I missed that. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't know, bro. My, you know, <clears throat> like, Got I don't kids. know if I want to do that. Yeah. Life. I yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be an executive chef for anybody else, you know? Like I love the idea of being a culinary director because I can. That's a good notch on the resume. That's a good notch in like your career, but um, or like the next step is going to be me opening my own restaurant. That's like yeah. totally my terms. Totally ego driven. My terms. I don't want anybody <laughs> telling me how to cook. You know what I'm saying? I don't shit. want any part. Yeah, I want to be the. I want to be the the like. That's why I was saying. So like, you know that recent position I was in. I was going to take at uh, and then we can wrap up wrap up after this. Mm. Um, you know up in Napa Valley, I was really interested in that. But then I like started to realize like, fuck, I got to deal with all of these different people, these different opinions. You have yeah. to deal with the food and beverage director, the hotel manager, the mm-hmm. VP of, uh, you know, XYZ, the hotel manager, the hotel this. Then you have the restaurant manager and this. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> it sounded awesome, but I think I was really happy that the kitchen was already built and it was already set up. But then I started to realize, no, this is dumb because like I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it mm. wasn't the way I wanted it. And I know that yeah. sounds like you're fucking ego driven, but dude, I well, want to build really. it. I want to build it from the ground up. I don't care. Give me the shell, but I want to build the kitchen. Yeah. I want to build yeah, the yeah. kitchen to where we can execute properly because that is the biggest bottleneck. Casey, how many know, restaurants man. have you worked? How many restaurants have you worked in where you're like, God damn, this is fucking stupid. Why is Garmage over here? Like, Yo, if you see yeah. my, if you see my current like position right now, like the way we cook stuff, I'm just like, why, why did you do it like dude, this, dude? Like, like I, I don't I understand, like, and he knows it too. It's like, yeah, no, this is the only way. I was like, no, there's no. I'm I'm pretty sure you could have gone a different way. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Listen, listen. You just what I'm saying is, and I try to tell people, you need to make sure the kitchen is, uh, the, the items are removable, rollable, that you can move yes. things around. You know, okay, 100%. I get it. You want you want you want the pass here, and you want the other pass here. Okay, that's perfect. But guess what? All the stations need to be interchangeable, right? Yeah. Because the thing is, is like I've worked in so many restaurants where, like, God damn, yes, it makes sense in the first year, 
But then the second yeah. year, when you change the menu 16 times or you have different things or you, you scale down or scale up, like a good mm-hmm. example, and I'll just bring it because I don't, I'll bring it up because I don't work. There's been a long time. But at Hotel mm-hmm. Bel Air, we had the room service line on the actual hotline and we just spread it between the cooks. Oh. That should have had its own dedicated line, bro. Yeah, yeah. It should have had. Any hotels that open up, when you have a room service, you need to have its own dedicated line. It needs to be a full station with a two or three or four burner, whatever. You need to have mm. a freezer, a, a, a reach-in, and a low boy. And you yeah. also need to have a hand sink. Its own station. It needs to be its own little, off. Its own unit. Yeah. Yes. No, its I feel own you. window. Its own ticket machine. Because I'm telling you right now. That shit is ridiculous, bro. When you are in the middle of service and you have 10 room room service order comes in and then like you're also doing the restaurant. So whenever you have multiple outlets coming out of, off of one station, you're guaranteed failure. Guaranteed. There's no fans <laughs> or buts. And uh, that's what I realized. So now I'm just like patiently waiting. And like my job is good, but like they're like I have a set of standards that is just ridiculous. Probably going to be unattainable, <laughs> but like what I'm looking for is crazy. I want an angel investor that is going to yeah. let me do my thing and not going to like, Hey, come to the restaurant. Let me cook for you. Right. Yeah. But you're not going to tell me how to run my kitchen. And also I want to have a partnership with the front of the house that is actually like legit. And I want to use like local ingredients that are forged that I want to be able to tell a story. I want to yeah. be able to create work-life balance for my employees. I don't want the restaurant to be open seven days a week because yes. it just, you know, like I don't. You know, I don't mind doing lunch and dinner, but I don't want to do breakfast. Like breakfast no, is not fucking. I'm just having it, bro. Fuck breakfast. I only have one shift. So, like, to do one other thing before we we kind of go. So, five day week for me. Eventually, on my own. This is after I've transitioned to my own joint. Um, off Sunday, Monday, pretty much, and only working Tuesday till Saturday. Saturday is a shorter day. That way, you have a fucking like life outside of yeah. the restaurant. Closed major holidays. Literally, I'm. I, I don't give a fuck. We're closed. Yeah. I, I don't care what kind of holiday. Whatever the rotating holidays is for everybody else, we do the same thing for my restaurant. Same yeah, exact shit. I like that. I like that. That's yeah, why four people like, works because I can keep. I can keep those four people employed. Full benefit. Full. Full everything. Because these people will be with me pretty much until uh, you know one of them quits or whatever, and they'll have a part yeah. of the business. So I love that, that is man. my. That is the end goal. I just. Yeah, eventually. All, all yeah. in a bowl of ramen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? This, this is great. So listen, anybody that's listening to this or watching, make sure you comment below in uh, things that we want to, that you want us to discuss on the podcast. It's uh, seriously teach it. Like mm. this is just something that Casey and I do. We meet once a week. We shoot the shit and we, you know, this is just two chefs. We're at two ends of the spectrum. He's on one coast. I'm mm-hmm. on the other coast. You know, we talk about a whole bunch of stuff, but if you want to hear our perspective or opinion on something, feel free to leave a comment below. Or you can catch us at an IG, TikTok. Casey will leave all the information down below. But I think it's really important. Like, yes. This is your show as well, right? This is Correct. like Casey and I's little, hey, we get we get together one a week. We're not, we're not getting paid to do this. We aren't, you know, obviously that's Yet. the end goal. But like, this is just something that Yet. we do. So, so we can kind of like create awareness in our ecosystem of chef, the chef life. So if you're a new upcoming chef, if you are an aspiring chef, if you are a working chef, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that, you know, turn on those post notifications, make sure you follow us on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, hit us up. We would love to have you. Yeah. Or any questions at all. We have people all over the United States. Literally. We're friends with everybody. 
I, I kid you not. Okay. Um, you're looking for work. Maybe we know somebody. We can we can <laughs> exactly. forward you to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, though, none too crazy though. Uh, all the links and details down below. But for everybody else, though, we out. Peace.